0: And good morning and welcome to the Mecca Sports Talk. I'm your host, Keith Dewar. On this Sunday, September the 19th, 2021, week number two is here. In full swing today, 15 more games between today and tomorrow. Obviously, the other night, I'm hoping, uh, or maybe not hoping, Dexter Lawrence uh, made it back to East Rutherford, New Jersey, safely and soundly after his uh, bonehead play at the final gun in the Thursday night debacle against the, the Deadskins. So, with that being said, on to uh, bigger and better things here for the remaining games in Week 2. After what, as a Giants fan, you saw the other night. Another debacle, another disgrace, whatever you want to call it. That's what it was the other night for the Giants. Now, there were other plays, obviously, but that cost them the game besides the Lawrence uh, bonehead move. But uh, let's see what happens. You know, week three, they got the Falcons. So I'm hoping the Giants can figure out a way to win that game. Because if they cannot win that game at home, it's going to be uh, an epic disaster of a season for the Giants. So if Jones plays like he did uh, the other night, the Giants should find a way to win the game. But we'll see what happens. But on to the other games for week number two. Uh, I have five other games to pick as I picked the Deadskins the other night to uh, cover the three and a half against the Giants, which did not happen. They, of course, won by a single point at the uh, final gun. So on to my remaining picks for week number two. I am five and two on the season as of right now. Hope to continue the winning ways. So here we go for uh, second week of the NFL. And we'll start week number two for Sunday in Indianapolis. Uh, Rams at the Colts. The Colts are getting three and a half at home. And after their uh, mediocre showing last week, the Colts, uh, I think that we're going to see more of the same this week uh, against the Rams. The Rams obviously had a very strong showing on Sunday night against the the Bears I know the Bears obviously are going to be a team that's probably going to be a top 10 or uh, have a top 10 pick in in next year's NFL draft but with that being said uh, the Colts it's going to come down to can they protect obviously Carson Wentz I mean you say it all the time can offensive lines protect the quarterback well I mean you're facing Aaron Donald and company today so that's going to be quite a tall task uh, I do think Matt Stafford, who played at an MVP level last week, is going to be more of the same this week. I think uh, you're looking at another 300-plus yards for for Stafford. And, you know, I mean, their, their running game is what it is. The Rams are going to win and, or lose this season based on what Stafford does. So in Indianapolis today, I think uh, the Rams are a very strong pick. Uh, I'm pretty confident in them this week to do what they need to do to move to 2-0. and um, You know, this is just not a good matchup, in my opinion, for the Colts. So, I'm going to go uh, Rams 31, Colts 17 in Indianapolis. Rams will move to 2-0, and and the Colts will go to 0-2 with two home losses. Game number two, going to shift to the Monday night game, Detroit at Green Bay. Now, we know what happened week one to Green Bay. It was a complete debacle in uh, in Jacksonville against the Saints. And I know the, the, the Packers' defense looks like it usually does every year. A lot of holes, a lot of yards against them, this and that. You know, Jared Goff might have a decent game tomorrow night uh, against the Packers, but... I mean, let's put it this way. The Packers' offense, are they going to score three points again like they did against the Saints? Against the Lions defense? Or a Lions team that gave up 41 points to the 49ers last week? I think you know the answer to that question. So, you know, the only chance the Lions have is Rodgers is going to have to be pressured like crazy. He's going to have to throw a couple of interceptions. The Lions are going to need a special teams play of some sort touchdown return whatever it may be but uh you know DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams yeah they might give the Packers uh, defense a problem on the ground and this and that but you know look it's not uh when you've seen Aaron Rodgers struggle in the past he's come back with a vengeance the very next game and I don't think this will be any different uh I think the Packers win this game big they're gonna to need to win big to cover the 11 and a half that the uh, that they're giving to the Lions, but I think uh, the Packers win this game big, going away, a lot of points, especially for the Packers. Um, I think we're gonna go uh, 37 to 20 Packers. So Packers game number two, game number three, another big spread, but I I gotta go with the Buccaneers against the Falcons. Look, the Falcons were a disaster last week against the Eagles, 32-6 loss at home. And I know you can go with the overreactions, underreactions, nonsense, and this and that. Oh, you know, the, the Buccaneers, they struggled last week. But, you know, oh, the Falcons are going to go 0-17 this year. Well, they're going to go 0-2, and they may very well go 0-3 next week against the Giants, which would be a half of a miracle for the Giants to win a game at this point, the way they look. But, regardless, uh, look, Buccaneers, they struggled last week. I know the secondary's beat up after a couple of injuries last week. Uh, You're looking at, obviously, uh, the Falcons might be able to throw the ball a bit today. Wouldn't be surprised if they did. Although, I do think we're looking at a lot of the yards that they're going to accrue are going to be in garbage time. Because the Buccaneers are going to score points. We know they're going to score points. They struggled last week. Tom Brady's facing Atlanta. We all know what happened in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. I think he just loves the idea of beating this team after uh, everything that happened when they were down 28-3 to in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers just have too many weapons. Uh, the Falcons gave up 32 points last week to a Philly team that, I mean, has a pretty much a rookie quarterback playing his fifth or sixth game today uh, in Jalen Hurts. And, look, they're, they're just... Uh, they just overmatched Atlanta. So, I think the, the Bucks win this one big. Brady's going to move to 9-0 against the Falcons in his career. Uh, give me Bucks 41, Atlanta 21. Game number three. Game number 4 Let me go with an, a home underdog. Give me the Eagles. Plus three and a half at home against San Francisco. Uh, look. They were very impressive last week, Philadelphia, down in Atlanta, uh, against a, a, a team that's clearly not as not that great in Atlanta, uh, but the Eagles, they found something. I mean, look, Jalen Hurts, right now, if you were to look at him against Carson Wentz, comparing the two of them over the next five years, who would you rather have at this point? Wentz has had so many injuries. Uh, you know, Hertz is just one of these guys. He's gonna throw for maybe 250 yards. He throw, he'll rush for 70, 80 yards. If you have him on your fantasy team, I think you'd be pretty darn happy uh, to have that every single week coming out of coming from him. Um, Elijah Mitchell. Now, well, he he was a sixth round pick, by the way. But is he gonna be able to? Uh, Slice and dice the Philly defense today. I don't know. We're gonna have to wait, wait and see. Uh, I think the Philly, the Eagles' problem is their secondary more than anything. Once you get past that that front four, you know they're a little bit vulnerable. I feel after that. Garoppolo. I mean, the 49ers scored 41 points last week. That was against the Lions. This is gonna be a step up uh, facing the Philly defense, especially that front four. Uh, I think this is going to be a very close game. This is going to go either way. It's going to be a field goal game. And I think that that extra half a point that the Eagles are getting at home as a home underdog definitely uh, makes me lean towards them. I think Philly does win this game outright, though. Uh, totally would not be surprised if San Francisco did the same. It's going to come down to the last possession. Uh, I think Philadelphia... I'm going to go with the Eagles, though, winning outright. Uh, plus the points. I'm going to go Eagles 27, San Francisco 24. I just think, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, I think, is your difference maker in today's game. I just was very impressed with what I saw out of him last week. And I think that continues today against San Francisco. Plus, San Francisco's coming all the way east, you know, 2,500 miles or so. Long trip for them. Philly home crowd. They haven't had any fans there for the last two years. So I think they'll be rocking... At Lincoln Financial today. So, Eagles 27, San Francisco 24. In the final game, 1 o'clock matchup today. New England and the Jets. Jets are getting 6 at home. I don't think that's nearly enough. I think uh, Patriots, after losing a tough game last week to Miami. Uh, 17-16 loss. Damian Harris with a fumble at the end of the game in the last couple of minutes. That obviously... uh, was a heartbreaker for them but two rookie quarterbacks Mac Jones Zach Wilson I think you know Belichick going against a rookie quarterback being able to uh to scout and this and that and devise a game plan you know the Jets just don't have enough talent I mean man for man New England is definitely better than the Jets on both sides of the field and you know you take Becton into account now of the offensive line he's hurt four to eight weeks for the Jets they're going to have their issues. I mean, it's going to be... It's, gonna, it's a work in progress for the Jets. Yeah, they're going to have fans in MetLife today. And, you know, the J-E-T-S, Jet, 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 Chance, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. Patriots are the better team. Uh, I think we're going to see, uh, you know, Corey Davis. I think I like him, actually, for uh, uh, the Jets. But, I mean, is... is uh, Zach Wilson going to have time to throw the football today. He didn't have much time to throw last week. Second half did look better for the Jets, but the first half was just a total disaster. They got behind the eight ball. You're not going to come back from a 16-point deficit, not with this team right now, not with the way the Jets are constructed. So, you know, Belichick's the better head coach. Mac Jones, as of right now, like him better than Zach Wilson. Just man for man, I like the Patriots better than the Jets. So, I'm going to go uh, 24-14 Patriots today. Uh, Jets won't cover as a home underdog in their home opener at uh, MetLife Stadium. So to recap my picks for week number two, for the remaining picks for week number two, I have uh, Rams minus three and a half at Indianapolis. Green Bay minus 11 and a half, home against Detroit. Tampa Bay minus 12 and a half, home against Atlanta. Uh, Philadelphia, plus 3.5 at home against San Francisco. And New England, minus 6 on the road at MetLife Stadium against the Jets. Week 2 picks for the NFL. And just before I close, last but not least, uh, I think you... Seen what's going on, uh, if you're a baseball fan, uh, with regards to the, the Yankees and the Mets, at least locally speaking, the Yankees are topsy-turvy. I mean, they blow out Cleveland Friday, they get blown out yesterday, you know, Garrett Cole on the mound today, let's see what happens. Yankees have got to get their act together, I mean, right now they're on the outside looking in, and you want to talk about a colossal disappointment, if they miss the playoffs altogether that goes without saying. You know, the Mets, Mets of 72 and 77, I don't think anybody would have really expected this to happen. Uh especially this collapse now they've had after the trade deadline. They're on the verge of getting swept against Philadelphia who's now only one game out of first and you got to consider Bryce Harper and, you know, Tatis the uh, the two front runners for MVP. If Philly could get into the playoffs somehow, you got to figure Harper is your favorite for MVP. And look what happened last night with Tatis and Machado in the dugout. San Diego is the basically the Yankees of the National League. Colossal disappointment in the NL West. They're right now 2.5 behind St. Louis. They've got to win today. They have to win today against the Cardinals in St. Louis. You lose today, you're down 3.5 with two weeks to go. That's a tall order to catch up. So, um, you know, San Diego and the Yankees... Definitely the two biggest disappointments in uh, their respective leagues. And hey, look, the Mets, you know, as I've said before, get rid of Rojas. You've got to start over. I would say just bring in Beltran or whoever, but Rojas has got to go. And general manager-wise, hey, look, Billy Bean, Theo Epstein, I mean, Stevie Cohen is going to figure out what to do. they got a lot of free agents in the offseason. they got a lot of decisions to make, just like, Many other teams. But if you're the Mets right now, the very first thing you need to do is tell Rojas, take a hike. Because that's what needs to be done. So from a Mets perspective. The Yankee perspective, hey, you know, Cashman's like family right now. I don't think you really, I don't know. The Steinbrenners, this is not the same Steinbrenner family as when the boss was around. So Cashman's probably not going to go. And the scapegoat will probably be Aaron Boone. The Yankees are going to clearly need to do something in the offseason because they have a ton of problems on this team, short-term and long-term. Same thing goes for San Diego now. You're locked into Tatis. You're locked into Machado. So, and, you know, they're at each other's throats last night in the dugout. Uh, You know, it's pretty ridiculous, to be honest. I mean, but this is the type of thing that happens sometimes, a team that had tremendously high expectations and it's blown up in their face big time. So, with that being said, I'll be back on Wednesday or Thursday uh, to recap week two for the NFL. Uh, get prepared for week number three. And, uh, you know, beautiful weather here in the metropolitan area today, so it should be a fun atmosphere at MetLife, at least for the Jets' home opener. It's going to probably be ultimately a disappointing score for uh, when the Jet fans leave the stadium at about 4.30 and sit in a couple of hours of traffic coming home. But we'll see what happens. I will speak to you in the middle of the week. Enjoy the games today and talk to you soon.